Welcome to Changing Suits. We're your hosts, Val and Taj, discussing the latest news, views, and general life for us Western Asians. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Changing underscore Suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hi, welcome to Changing Suits. My name's Val. And my name's Taj. Today, we've decided to talk about recent events that have taken place in India in regards to a 20-year-old girl being gang-raped and the reaction of the community. Now, just to give everyone an overview of what happened. So from what I gather, what's actually happened is the girl in her 20s, 20 or 20s, was asked by a young boy, about 14 to 16 years old, for her to leave her husband and her three-year-old child and run away with him. Now, I've just read up on it, and what then happened last November is that 14-year-old boy committed suicide. Now, what the family has now reacted with, apparently, is they then dragged the girl from her house, well, from outside of her house, and beat her, gang-raped her, and then paraded her on the streets to a crowd which was cheering for this to be happened. There have been arrests made. Apparently 12 arrests have been made from a family. Four young boys have been um, arrested, and the remaining are women who have been arrested. There have been videos being posted in regards to the assault and what took place in the room as well as outside. And women are heard egging the young boys to rape her. They hit her with japala, they shout at her and then shave her hair and blacken her face. What I really wanted to discuss today was... The whole idea of the fact that the community has then reacted by cheering and blaming the victim for this incident, regardless of the fact that the family have blamed her for the fact that the young boy committed suicide, despite her a number of times refusing to go off with this boy. It is such a sad story and the more I'm seeing of it, it's it's broken my heart slightly in regards to how sad it is where our community is and how we think this is acceptable. What's your thoughts, Taj? Well, first of all, I have to put my hands up and say that I couldn't read the story in detail because I just felt so emotionally moved by it. Um, the fact that... I think what made it worse, okay, the rape was really bad. There's no denying it. But I think what made it worse was that women in the community egged them on, basically, and, you know, were against this woman that had been victimised, raped, and they were the ones that blackened her face and apparently shaved her head and everything, and they thought it was okay. The reason why I say that is because... All right, this is being a bit sexist, but women are meant to be more emotionally intelligent. Um, 
you'd think that they'd be able to put themselves in her situation, think, oh, my God, what she must have gone through, how much she must have been traumatised. The woman couldn't do right from wrong. If she ran away with the boy, then the community would have responded in, like, oh, my God, the shame. She'd be shalom. The fact that she didn't and he committed suicide, that is not her fault. That is the boy's reaction to the situation. Um, it's sad that he committed suicide. I'm not parking that to the side. But it was utter disgust at the whole thing, to be honest. And the fact that people thought it was okay to do this. Now, the interesting thing is we we brought this up a few times in regards to the gender inequality. Now, we know, especially in the South Asian community, men are seen to be the stronger sex, the smarter ones, the ones that are right, regardless of what they do. Now, we're in 2022. And we are very lucky because we're in a country where we can have our say. And we can do what we need to do. We get educated, we go to work. And despite India being apparently the largest democracy, these sort of incidents are happening on a regular basis. How can that be justified? I think the problem is that the world, it is the world, still see women as objects. And we saw that, for example, in Trump's case, where he thought it was okay to sexually abuse or harass women, and they were below him. And we've seen that. But the interesting thing is, Despite the fact that people has have accused him of it, he still got voted in. There were women exactly. that were still saying, hey, Trump's the best president or he will be the best president. How does that work? Because although we keep saying, oh, India has got the one of the highest um, rates of rape and unreported and rapes, this isn't just India's problem. This is a worldwide problem. Well, in the South Asian community, there's almost like a structure. Everyone fits and slots into certain sections, basically, in the community. So the man is seen as the breadwinner and he's seen as the protector of the family. And he's meant to protect the females of the family, almost like um, the wild and being in a pack, you could say. And, um, for example, if a woman has the responsibility of keeping the status of the family. So if she does something wrong, then it's automatically the family's, there's beastie on the family, there's sharam brought to the family. But if a man does something wrong, it's swept under the carpet. I think still this happens now. But is there a difference in that case between the West and the East in regards to that then? I, to be honest, well, I don't think it's as extreme as hopefully Touchwood. It never is as extreme as the case in India where the community beat up the lady. Um, but it does happen where, for example, um, if a woman is sexually abused, a young woman in the family, it doesn't have to necessarily be young, um, and she has the fear of telling her family because she doesn't know what the reaction is going to be from the family. Now, in a situation like that, you'd think, well, you'd want to support the person, the victim. But in quite a lot of cases, 
that isn't true. The family try to hide it. They may try to blame the victim and the sheer embarrassment from this happening. I don't know if it still happens now, but sometimes girls were sent away to India, just for example, going out with uh, a boy or something like that. I remember they used to get sent away to India so they didn't bring shame on the family. And then they turn up with being married. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And basically it is about keeping the family's dignity and whatever the woman does has a whole effect on what happens to the family and the way um, what is the impact from the community, basically. And that still happens. See, this is the thing. I mean, I remember watching a film ages ago and um, they were discussing this. It was a brief discussion. And what the daughter is a, a d- discussion between a father and daughter in this film. And um, she goes, why are, are their fathers so harsh on their daughters? You know, they stop them from doing everything, this and the other. And the reply, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he basically said, and he said it in a nice way, the daughter is the jewel on the crown of our, on the crown of our heads. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was a really nice way of putting it. Because sometimes I think, you know, we've grown up in an Asian, quite a traditional Asian family where we weren't allowed to do sleepovers. We weren't allowed to go out late and all that sort of stuff when we were younger. And then we'd see it as a harsh thing. And when I saw it in that film and he said it like that, I'm like, that's a really nice way of saying it. And I get it. We are the honour of the family. However, it does work in the reverse as well, because if something does go wrong. Yeah, but I was going to say that in a way, okay, that sounds nice, but that is a bit of a sexist statement. So the male isn't the honour of the family because they can get away with everything. Mm. So this is kind of inbuilt into all of us to think, like this the sexist ways of how we section right boys can do this girls can do this boys are a blessing girls are a burden follow us on instagram and facebook changing underscore suits and subscribe so you never miss an episode this isn't just a south asian problem i was watching um, a comedy film yesterday in fact, you watch a lot of films don't you not really but this is an adam sandler film i can't remember what it's called and it had um, drew barrymore in it and basically, it was, uh, I think it's merged families, blended families. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. yeah. And in there, I was just brief watch of it. And he, he goes, as his daughter has dressed up and, you know, made herself look really beautiful, there's a, a young guy and his dad comes up behind, the two dads are talking, and he goes, oh, you, you must get be really annoyed and all that sort of stuff, that they're flirting and whatever. And uh, he goes, but it's your son as well. He goes, yeah, but it's the daughter that you must be annoyed at. I'm, I'm just like, great, you go for it, son. Whereas you're just like, oh my God, my daughter. And it made me think for a split second. I was like, there we are. That's your example of, it's not just a South Asian thing where you do think of your daughter as the jewel on, on your crown. And I don't know, I know, maybe I'm just making it sound really poetic, but you are right. I mean, it works in the reverse as well, doesn't it? Because it puts a lot of pressure on girls. Well, that's it as well. Um... Like I said, like I just mentioned, for example, if there was a victim of rape or abuse in the family, she might not want to tell the family because of the repercussions. Mm. And that is because so much pressure is put on girls as in that you need to be this way. You need to do it this way. You need to be like this. And you can't win. Because it's almost like you're always wherever you're stepping, you're stepping your foot wrong kind of thing. 
So going back to this case in India. Now, it is a tough one. Obviously, I, I can't imagine what her parents are going through, what her husband, what her child is going through. Because, again, there's a three-year-old child involved in this whole situation as well. But from what I'm hearing and what I've read, um, what the father said, and, again, I think I just briefly read, the father is bedbound, he's paralysed. Oh, he's God. having to hear about this. But he said, all I want is my daughter to come home. And this isn't a reaction you always get, I suppose, from families, where, especially when it has caused so much outrage, not only in India, but outside of India. You don't always get that reaction. Your heart breaks for them. So what? I think this is a very emotional and horrible story. I mean, I think what why I found it difficult to read is because when you put yourself in the mind of what that girl must be going through, to be honest, mental health, I don't think I could cope with it. So that's why I needed to kind of put it away and not read it because it was too overwhelming. This, this is the other thing, because I agree with you. I saw a video and I stopped it and I was talking to a friend of mine. And I said exactly the same thing. I couldn't watch all of it. Yeah. But this is the point. We bury our heads in the sand. All of us do it. We know on the other side of the world, you know, there are wars going on. There are people suffering. But as mm. long as we don't see it, we're all right. And it's the That's same thing here. Point. We wanted to stop that video. I wanted to stop that video because I didn't want to see it. I, I didn't want to read. It. I didn't want to read about it because I don't want to feel rubbish from listen, listening to it because it is very depressing. So to we, be honest, yeah, you are right because as soon as I saw that video, um, I had uh, a t- petition emailed over to me. And um, and I'm thinking, I do a lot of these petitions, but do I do it just for my own peace of mind? Like quite a lot of the things, injustices, oh, you get a petition, you just put your name down and there you go. And then you're like, oh, I done something towards it to, you know, to not stop it from happening, but something towards it. And then you kind of file it away. You, yeah, you are right. But the thing is, what can you do? I mean, I, I agree. I had exactly the same thought when I signed that petition. And I was like, it's not going to do anything, though, is it? Because politi- no. politically, this goes beyond just this petition. We The petitions on that website, obviously, if they hit a certain number, then they have to be debated in Parliament, right? But then if the Parliament is siding with the political party that's in a different country, regardless of whichever country it is, it just falls by the wayside. But then what the question is, what else can we do? The least we can do is sign that petition to raise awareness, to send these stories out, to talk about these stories, because people would not have realised about that this had happened. And one of the reasons we wouldn't have realised that this had happened is because there is a caste issue in this whole thing. The young lady was from a low caste. Now, the reason I bring that up is in 2012, there was a massive media outrage internationally about a gang rape in India again, in Delhi, once again. However, now, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm assuming the girl wasn't of a lower caste, which is why it caused such outrage. That was a disgusting case in itself. But why has this not hit the media to the same extent as it did then? And again, it may well not be the fact that caste issue. It may well be that there's more political powers above that are stopping it from getting to the media. I have no idea. Well, we know that there's dirty politics happening everywhere. And the fact that it's at the forefront 
in this country as well, and it's seen as a joke, it just makes you think the injustices that happen in this world and you kind of feel a little bit hopeless. You're like, the people that are meant to be fighting your corner, is it all just about politics and being, you know, whatever happens behind closed doors? Are we ever going to see justice for this girl? Or were the uh, perpetrators just arrested just to show formality that they were arrested? I wonder what's going to happen with them. Are they going to be released after a little while? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? It's No one knows what's going to happen. The interesting thing is political parties have come out um, and obviously condemned what's happened. However, going back to the community's reaction, and that was one of the first videos I'd seen of how they treated this young girl. Now, the first time I'd seen it, I had no idea what this case was about. I couldn't, you know, it was in a different language, so I didn't really pay attention. I had, it was a bit of a blurry thing, so I didn't pay attention to, I think you had mentioned and told me what happened. But if the politicians above are condemning this whole thing, and I think there's been politicians who have said the reason this is happening is people don't see women as humans. In fact, that's, that's exactly what it was. So let me just read it. The bitter truth is that many Indians don't consider women to be human. This shameful fact needs to be acknowledged and called out. Now, the reason I'm saying this is if the powers that be are saying this and condemning, then how on earth have we got a community, a country full of people, both women and men, who think that women are not human? That's because from generation to generation, this is passed on. I think, could it be, I don't know, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't read it in detail, that that place that it happened, they weren't educated people and they were like village people. I don't know if that's being cruel in saying that, Yeah. but they're not educated and taught that, you know, women should have respect, that women are human beings. Okay, so I don't know exactly where it happened, but... Um, from what I'm reading, it actually says that the parading of the young woman happened in the capital city of New oh. Delhi. Wow. Okay. What can New you Dilly, say to that? Exactly. New Delhi is um, apparently being called the rape capital of India. Oh, God, that's horrible. And just to give you a few more facts, because I think this is really important to understand how serious and how much of a massive issue it is in 2020 more than 28,000 cases of rapes were reported wow. in India that's now, crazy let's, let's get an understanding an average of 77 rapes in a day were reported oh, wow that's disgusting and this isn't even talking about the ones that are reported because there are as we know just like you said there are parts of India that are not developed that are very 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 underdeveloped and so rapes are not reported so it would be thousands and thousands upon that. Now, despite the 2012 gang rape that happened and caused outrage, laws were changed to apparently favour women and help rape victims. But do you know something? We think that it's far away that it's happening in India. But when we read about it, um, it impacted us. I mean, I discussed it with my dad. and um, oh, I just really? said, What did he say? Because I haven't discussed it with him. Um, because I discuss everything with my dad, to be honest. He's very open. We're very open about everything. And he he was shocked. And he, I think he was 
it was too emotional for him to even talk, uh, both of us to carry on talking about it because it was so, so unbelievable. I can't even get the words out now. So what did, he, what did he actually say? Basically, his response was, it's disgusting. Um, yeah, that was bottom line. We, we couldn't, I don't think we could talk more than a couple of lines about it, to be honest, because it was just so unjust. We couldn't believe what happened. So why is it that we have taken it to heart and are upset about it, but you've got people that are parading her in the street? What is the difference? I think that it's the mentality. My initial thing was, oh, my God, if that had happened to me, how I would feel, I'd almost mentally put myself in the position. Obviously, I couldn't I wouldn't know exactly how she felt. But if that was me how would I felt and how emotional it would have been and how I think I was more disgusted like I just said about the women's reactions how could they be like this how could they react like this didn't they think if this happened to my daughter my sister me for example so obviously this person is just a thing an object an object even like you said, the women are thinking that women are objects. Now, if you've got women that are thinking other women are objects, what can you do? You've got those women raising their children to think that the next generation of women are objects. And the cycle goes on. I mean, when I saw it, I the reaction I had was, how have we got a world that is this inhumane? Where people don't care that this is happening, regardless of it's someone else, someone else's daughter, a different gender, different caste, different religion, different country. How have we got to this state where we think it's okay to treat someone like that? Again, I have no answer. I think it's always been there. Um, People just detach themselves mentally and don't think like I said, being in that position. And that's why they can cut off and be like, oh, you disgusting person, it's your fault. Mm. And lay Lame it on, on the yeah. woman. Yeah. Okay, so you asked this question earlier in regards to the petitions and things like that and feeling like we can't really help, helpless. You know, we're raising awareness, yes. But what can we actually do? And I always ask, when, when there is a case where, you know, it really hurts, strikes a chord, and you're like, how is this happening? I, I was saying this to someone I knew very briefly about something. I can't remember what the case was. It's like, what can we do? And the answer was, raise awareness. Lobby our MPs to discuss it in Parliament. Yep, you're right. Raise awareness. But it's a tough one. It's, it is a tough one. We're going to leave this podcast here because originally we weren't looking to discuss this. But like I said, it's really struck a chord. It has really upset me. And I thought this had to be discussed. Our thoughts had to get out there. And hopefully the listeners will let us know about their thoughts as well. Do it on the social media. Let us have this debate let's raise more awareness let's share this story to people that don't know about it and there are a lot of people that don't know about it even within our own community 
but even people outside of our community, because this is not just a community issue. It happens all around the world. This is not acceptable. The Me Too movement created awareness about this. However, we have a long, long, long way to go to show people that women are equal to men. So, on that point, please share, please discuss, and let us know your thoughts about this very, very sad case. On that point, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Changing underscore Suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.